0: Alright, this is Gabe and I am here solo today. John John is actually well, he's got a lot on this plate. He's been watching a lot of movies and he's also preparing for Diablo 4, which today is Friday, and I think starting today, Blizzard's having a server stress test. That's where they get everyone who pre-purchased the game to get on the game. And just see how much the service can take to prepare for the launch date, which is very soon. Stress has sucked, but if you want a game that's <laughs> going to be operating good on an early on, on release, that's how you do it. But of course, we know that's not going to solve anything. It's still going to it's still going to run like shit on the day it comes out. But hey, whatever. But yeah, uh, today I'm actually just it. I'm, I'm actually going to be focusing on just the topic of films. About metalheads slash headbangers. Because I know there's people out there who... You might have listened to some metal, to some rock. But you never really hung around in those circles. In the the metal clubs. The metal bars. Gone to shows. You know, of course, there's the... uh, I guess you could call them casual listeners. Who do enjoy Metallica, Megadeth. They go to a concert here and there. But there are people who just live that lifestyle, have been in a band, have, you know, recorded music, and I just feel there's just some movies out there that portray us badly. And this is where I'm going to go ahead and just go into a-, a movie that's on Netflix right now called Metal Lords. So Metal Lords is a film that was written by D.B. Wise. I think that's how you say his name. But he's one of the D&D guys. One of the guys who wrote uh, Game of Thrones. So yeah, he's one of the guys a lot of people hated. (laughs) They blame him for the series going downhill. What was it? Like the last two, three seasons that people just started hating it? But he wrote a script to a film called Metal Lords. I I saw this. I remember remember seeing the trailer and I was pretty excited. Like, okay, this looks cool. You know, because I grew up listening to metal since... (laughs) Oh man, I've been into this since May, I I remember like my first concert, I was probably like five years old, just grew up with a lot of Maiden, Megadeth, Slayer, Testament, and then you know, in the 90s, early 90s, started getting into death metal, and then mid-90s, black metal, and ever since, um, I just, well I haven't been doing it for a while, but from the 90s on to maybe mid-2010s, I was just making black metal music. Metal Lords seems like it would be a movie for Headbangers slash Metalheads, but it's not. What it feels like is it's a movie about Headbangers Metalheads, but not targeted to them, but targeted to an audience who knows nothing about them. And I say this because they get a lot of things wrong. And yeah, yeah, this is just rambling and ranting right now, but I, I just have to get this out of the way because it, the last thing you want is to see this movie and think, no, okay, this is, the, this is the way they all are, or that's what they all listen to. What I will say that the movie does get correct is the elitists and gatekeepers. That is very big. That, that That's just a thing that's been like since the 80s, even 90s. The 90s where it got the worst uh, due to black metal making up rules. Which was a uh, no core, no fun, no moshing, no trend. I think this movie gets that part right because uh, one of the the main character's best friend doesn't want the girl to join the band because she doesn't look the part. That that's very very common, or especially was. Uh, you can actually look up there was a joke about that. Just look up a black metal band uh, prank call Joe, and you you're gonna hear some some hilarious shit about that. But yeah, Metal Lords seems like it seems like DB Weiss knew, knows nothing about this because apparently they're supposed to be forming a death metal band. And he gives the, the main character, who happens to be the drummer, a bunch of homework. Says, okay, you know, this is what you're going to learn for our band. And he gives them a bunch of cool bands minus one. He gives them Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, Metallica. You know, yeah, great bands, but if you're if you're going to be trying to learn stuff for death metal, that that's not what you want to be listening to. You know, if you wanted death metal, there's a, there's a lot of bands, especially very old and early bands you could have referenced. But you know, DB Wise doesn't know shit. Especially recommending Rage Against the Machine, which no, is not metal. So what what is this recording really about? It's well, it's about me telling you. This is what you should actually be watching. Don't watch Metal Lords. It gets everything wrong, except for the, you know, the elitist attitude. What you actually want to watch, you know, and I would actually recommend one. My first recommendation that I actually would totally stand behind is Airheads. Okay, so Airheads, it's a a three-man band. They're trying to get their demo out. Record labels won't listen to them. They don't care. You know, this was, you know, obviously way before band camp and, you know, digital music. This is around the time everybody was looking around for record label scouts slash recruiters and trying to get demo tapes everywhere, sending demo tapes to record companies. And then that's what Airhead starts off with. You know, just these guys in California, which is where it always was for a long time. and you know, that's where you had bands like Van Halen, Motley Crue start, you know, at the Whiskey. You know, even through the 90s, you would hear so many bands wanting you to check out their demo tapes, sending their demo tapes overseas. Well, that's what Airheads is. They get they they want their demo tape played over the air at a radio. They won't do it, so they go in with water guns that look like real guns and force them to play their tape. And it turns into a big hostage situation with the police, and it's a comedy. So yeah, it, it's 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 a really funny movie. I would say what what I, what I do think this movie gets right is this came out during the '90s, obviously during the whole grunge slash alternative scene, where you know all the headbangers were saying, "Oh, this new style of music is trying to kill metal and all that bullshit." You know, I I like the other uh, style on the actors, where you know you see you see Adam Sandler who looks more on the punk yet grungy side with you know like you know the style the fashion. Brandon Frazier looks more metal, yet also grunge, kind of like you know early Chris Cornell, like Temple of the Dog Days, Temple of the Dog Days. And then you got Steve Buscemi, who looks very, very metal, you know, 80s metal. It looks like someone who'd be listening to Slayer, drinking a 40 in a fucking parking lot. In the end, they play a song called Degenerated, and it, it's from their band, which is called The Lone Rangers. And it sounds very punk. I like it. Just because they 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 dress differently, or you know, or, or just because you know, they might dress as if they're into certain different genres of music, or you know, rock. It, it all comes together. and like you know what? Yeah, I would expect that because you know, like I mentioned, Chris Cornell, he he looked he looked like he was into you know some pretty heavy shit back in the day, but then he comes in with the tempo, the Dog slash you know Soundgarden. Musicians change. They they want to play different shit. They're influenced by stuff, but they want to play different shit, you know, the older they get. Look at Metallica. They, they obviously changed from Injustice for All to the Black Album, from Black Album to Load. There was just a big, major change, and it's okay. Musicians just, they get tired of playing the same shit. They want to evolve. Same goes for Death and Death Metal. There's a band called Death, and Chuck just, he didn't want to stick around to just one sound, and he, his music kept evolving. Yeah, Airheads. you know, I dig it. And plus, Lemmy from Motorhead comes out. And, and that's pretty cool. Which I'll also have to mention in Metal Lords, Kirk Hammond comes out of Metallica. Scott Ian of Anthrax comes out. Uh, Rob Halford of Judas Priest comes out. And Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine. Again, Rage Against the Machine is not Metal, but whatever. D.B. Weiss doesn't know shit. So, another movie I would recommend would be Deathgasm. Deathgasm... Uh, I don't know who wrote that movie, but whoever wrote it, it seems as if they know more of what's going on with you know yeah, the, the metal underground scene. Especially black metal. But Deathgasm is actually more like... The movie reminds me of Evil Dead and Braindead. Sam Raimi, Peter Jackson. And it's a comedy. It's a comedy horror. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> it's gory. And it all starts with a band playing some music. And this music summons demons. <laughs> it's great. It's a great film. I think. I think the movie's Australian or uh, Kiwi or you know from from New Zealand, which would make more sense with the whole Peter Jackson you know feel of it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's hilarious. I feel it gets well. You know uh, the the characters. It seems like they know their metal, their style. Though the, the music they actually play in the it's. Eh. It's an evolution. Hey, you know they're 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 playing stuff, but at least the uh, the references are somewhat better than Metal Lords. But yeah, if you're into horror, comedy horror like Evil Dead Two, and uh, well, I would say Army of Darkness, but Army of Darkness is Army of Darkness feels like a PG thirteen Sam Raimi because it's not as messed up as Evil Dead Two. But yeah, if you're into Evil Dead Two or um, Brain Dead. I think it's called Dead Alive in the United States. You'll like Deathgasm and, you know, Demons Metal. It's great. And another movie I would recommend would be Heavy Trip. Now, Heavy Trip's another movie I recommended to John. He liked it. Heavy Trip is the one I feel comes closest to what it's like, you know, it was starting a band, living the whole, you know, headbanger life. And it's actually a foreign film. I think it's, uh, oh man, I don't know if it's Sweden. I don't want to say Norway, but it's somewhere around there. And it's a guy who wants to start a band and play at a festival, which is supposed to, I guess it's supposed to be like the film versions, uh, the film's version of Wacken Open Air Festival. You know, he wants to play there. One thing I really like about the film that I believe got, you know, not just right, but they, they didn't have to go this direction, but they did, and it really meant a lot, was they're, they're talking about what they want on stage, and they say they want blood. Well, they go to a slaughterhouse and ask for blood. I thought this little detail went a long way, because uh, when Mayhem would play, they would have pig heads on stage, which they got from butcher shops, slaughterhouses. So I thought that was a really cool detail added to the movie, and yeah, it's it's a comedy, also, but it's it's not insane like like Deathgasm. But yeah, it's a comedy. That's the movie I feel got really closest to what it's like showing you what it's like for for people like that 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 are into the metal, the the metal scene with the band starting a band. So heavy trip. It's it's the closest it gets. It's it's really good. Who knows? There's probably something else out there that I haven't seen. But from what I've seen, Heavy Trip. Now, another one I have to throw in there is one that a lot of people in the metal scene do not like. Of course, the, it's not liked by elitists. And this movie is Lords of Chaos. So, I read Lords of Chaos back when it came out, back in the 90s. And it, it was a big thing in the metal scene. It's like, dude, they're finally going you know, they're, they're to be talking about what happened in Norway. It's, it's going to be everywhere. I read the book Lords of Chaos back in high school. That was around the time the book came out. I remember ordering it. The cover was a burning church because that's what happened in Norway. It was a I think it's called Lords of Chaos: Rise of the Satanic Metal Underground. There there there's a couple of topics. You know, one is the church burnings. The other is the satanism, which they they go into detail what was introduced into the rock scene. Which I think goes all the way back to the 60s with some hippie music. Pretty much just saying how black metal became the black metal of the 90s, of that point, or, or up to that point. What happened in Norway? What caused all this shit to happen? The murders, the church burnings. It was, it was a mixed bag of things, man. It was really a bunch of kids, cringy ass kids, who were outcasts, got bullied, they turned to Satanist music. <laughs> and sadly, that's the way it is for a lot of metalheads. And we, you even have a band which were called, which I think they're actually still around. They actually now play, a, like a I wouldn't say industrial, but like a new wave, like eighties new wave, uh, you know, synth music. Um, they they're called Oliver. You know, at the time when um, they did an interview for the book, even they said themselves, everybody in the whole quote unquote black metal circle, they're just kids who were bullied, they're losers. And this is how they get to be tough. They go around burning churches. They say they're Satanists, and it's funny because after after this happened, they, it, it spawned. They, they came black metal. Well, not black metal, but you know, they came Viking metal. So Viking metal is, is in the the same style as black metal, but the lyrics are about Vikings, you know, because Norwegians. While black metal focused more on Satanist slash anti Christian eventually there came to there nas- there came national socialist black metal which many people say started with Burzum because of varg varg's lyrics are not racist they're actually very nerdy the dude really loves dungeons and dragons and lord of the rings and even i think his whole nazi beliefs were just another cringe kid who wanted to look tough <laughs> i know there's a bunch of nazis over there in that part of the uh, part of the world but then there's another band called uh absurd, who were really straight-up Nazis, and actually had Nazi lyrics, or racist lyrics. Well, this is just really just like the first half of Lords of Chaos. After that, it just gets very political. So, when I heard that there was going to be a Lords of Chaos movie, I didn't know how to feel about it. Movies that are based on stuff that happened in, you know, in real life, true stories, they're based on it. Meaning, they, they can change whatever the fuck they want. So, the movie came out, you know, it it got to the point where I was, you know what? I, I don't know what to think. I, I'm iffy on this. Then I just said, you know what? I'm excited to see what's going to happen. What are they going to do? Because I saw the trailer, and I'm just like, yeah, these guys look nothing like Euronymous or Varg, but whatever. I think they got Macaul- we Wait, no, no, no. They they got Macaulay Culkin's brother. I don't know his fucking name, but they got him to play Varg or not Varg, but Euronymous. And I don't know. I, I think they got Val Kilmer's son or some shit like that to play Varg. He was a little thick to be VARG, but whatever. And the kid they got to play dead was actually good casting. So I thought they did pretty good on that. But the movie Lords of Chaos is actually a comedy. And the intro even says this film is based on truths and lies. Which I, I thought was pretty, pretty good. And I, I'm glad they added that because Lords of Chaos is a book of truths and lies. And I think Vice made the movie, too. You know, they're going to be going out of business soon, too. Man, that sucks for them. But Lords of Chaos was really just about the drama between Euronymous and Varg. They do cover some things that happen, like Emperor's bass player Faust, how he killed a gay man in front of the Olympic Stadium. I don't know, but he got arrested, got sent to prison for a while. Yeah, it sucks, right? You know, it's crazy. In, In Norway, you kill a man, you get what, 15 years? Or something like that? <laughs> 10 years? Like, geez. And Then you get these nice-looking prison cells. I mean, I saw where they were holding Varg in. And this dude had bookshelves, and I was just like, really? This is a prison? He had a computer in there? So, yeah. The movie's mainly about Hieronymus, dead suicide, and Varg. And, of course, the church burnings. And, well, that's what it mainly focuses on. And I think... I think it should have just been called something else. But... If you really want to see something that's going to give you details about what happened in Norway in the 90s, then you're going to have to watch a documentary called Until the Light Takes Us. That's the best thing I could recommend. That's that's really going to go into detail how bad things went in the 90s. Hollywood doesn't give a shit, man. Metal lords really felt like a parent or just an, an adult who's not caught caught up to, you know, to date with what's going on they're going to call everything a fucking Nintendo. You can have a gaming PC, they're still going to call it a Nintendo because, you know, you're playing games on it. That's what Metal Lords felt like. They they just heard death metal being thrown around somewhere and they just said, you know what, metal. And they got a bunch of fucking bands in the 80s who were not death metal. You know, sure, they might have been influences to, to bands who came out as death metal, but it, it was a bad attempt. DB Wise is, he's a piece of shit. I don't know if they asked him to write Something relating to the to the metal scene, or if he actually wrote it because he wanted to, because it seems more like they just said, "Hey, man, we want to make a movie, a comedy about kids in high school wanting to start a metal band," and he's like, "You know, I can do that because my Star Wars gig didn't fucking happen, so they're not going to want me back for Game of Thrones." So yeah, I'll, I'll fucking do it. That's what it seems that what you know what the fuck happened in the end. I highly recommend these films about headbangers or being a headbanger kids want to start a band the movies i recommend again are going to be deathgasm heavy trip airheads even you know why not it's a comedy it was it was hilarious i got all the jokes all the references were good As for metal lords they weren't and you wonder what i would even recommend lords of chaos lords of chaos again it, it's a shit book and I see the movie as it just taking a shit on the book. So I'm okay with that. I I, I think the movie should have been called something else. Eh, whatever. Because really it's just a, a movie about... It's not even... I mean, it, it could have just been about mayhem too. And they could have just called it mayhem, whatever. Or true Norwegian black metal, since that's what they call themselves. Anything but Lords of Chaos. But either way, it, it was a hilarious movie. There's a lot of black metal elitists who hate it. Uh, even the bass player Necro Butcher refuses to watch it. The, these motherfuckers just don't have a sense of humor, man. They they don't want to watch it. Eh, whatever, fuck them. They're the ones who run around calling everybody posers. They're they're just posers themselves. So that's where I'm going to leave this at. And you know what? I don't know if I'm actually going to attach this to the the episode that John and I are going to do about the uh, the metal movies because we you know we're going to talk about Deathgasm, Heavy Trip. And Metal Lords. We're going to talk about them a little bit more. About the plot. So I don't know. I I might attach this to that. Or it might, might even just be a fucking. It's own episode. But either way I had to talk about this. So we'll just leave it at that. But yeah. Peace out.